You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 3. We'll be continuing in the book of Genesis. And in chapter 4, we hear about what happened to Cain after he left the Garden of Eden. But Adam and Eve do have a new son, and his name is Seth. And we get to learn all about Adam's descendants. There'll be a bunch of names and a bunch of people who've lived over 800 years. But pay close attention to one of the people named Enoch. Something different happens with him. And in chapter 6, we see the Lord is upset and wants to destroy all humans on the earth, except one, and his name is Noah. And there's also a very interesting verse in chapter 6, verse 4, when it talks about the sons of God having children with human women. This is some sort of supernatural hybrid of a human that walked the earth, and they were powerful heroes, the stuff great novels and movies are made out of. And we'll end with God giving Noah instructions on how he's going to survive this coming disaster. And we're also continuing in the New Testament in the book of Matthew. So Matthew skips a lot of years. We hear about the birth of Jesus, and then we're going to jump ahead to when Jesus was about 30 years old, out in the desert. And John the Baptist is out baptizing people, but he knows about the coming Messiah, and perhaps the defining moment of his entire life is when he gets to see his Messiah, Jesus the Christ, face to face. What would John the Baptist say in that moment? What do you say about someone you've been expecting to see for so long? Someone you've been shouting in the desert to announce their arrival, that they will come someday. And now here he is. But more important than what John the Baptist has to say is what God has to say. And this is recorded in the New Testament in the book of Matthew. So stay with us to hear all the details and I'll also be giving a detailed introduction to the book of Psalms. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Genesis chapter 4, verses 17 to 26. Cain had sex with his wife, and she became pregnant and had a son named Enoch. Cain built a city and gave the city the same name as his son, Enoch. Enoch had a son named Erod. Erod had a son named Mahujol. Mahujol had a son named Methushal. And Methushal had a son named Lamech. Lamech married two women. One wife was named Ada, and the other was named Zillah. Ada had a son named Jabal. Jabal was the first person to live in tents and raise cattle. Jabal had a brother named Jubal. Jubal was the first person to play the harp and flute. Zillah had a son named Tubal Cain. Tubal Cain was the first person to make tools from bronze and iron. The sister of Tubal Cain was named Nama. Lamech said to his wives, Dita and Zillah, hear my voice. You wives of Lamech, listen to me. I will kill any man who hurts me. I will kill even a young man who hits me. Do you remember the warning? Whoever kills Cain will lose seven of his people to pay for it? Well, 
Whoever kills me will lose 77 of his people. Adam and Eve have a son. Adam and his wife Eve had another son. Eve named him Seth. And she said, God has given me another son. Cain killed Abel, but now I have Seth. Seth also had a son. He named him Enosh. At that time, people began worshiping the Lord. Genesis chapter 5. Adam's descendants. This is the record of Adam's descendants. When God created people, he made them like himself. He created them male and female. And when he made them, he blessed them and called them humans. When Adam was 130 years old, he had a son. The son was just like Adam, an image of his father. Adam named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Adam was 930 years old when he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he had a son named Enosh. After Enosh was born, Seth lived 807 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Seth was 912 years old when he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he had a son named Kenan. After Kenan was born, Enosh lived 815 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Enosh was 905 years old when he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he had a son named Mahalalel. After Mahalalel was born, Kenan lived 840 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Kenan was 910 years old when he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he had a son named Jared. After Jared was born, Mahalalel lived 830 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalel was 895 years old when he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he had a son named Enoch. After Enoch was born, Jared lived 800 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Jared was 962 years old when he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he had a son named Methuselah. After Methuselah was born, Enoch walked with God for 300 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years. One day, Enoch was walking with God, and suddenly he was gone because God took him away. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he had a son named Lamech. After Lamech was born, Methuselah lived 782 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah was 969 years old when he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he had a son. Lamech named his son Noah. Lamech said, He will bring us the comfort we need because we've worked so hard to farm this land that the Lord has put under a curse. After Noah was born, Lamech lived 595 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. Lamech was 777 years old when he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he had three sons. They were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Genesis chapter 6 God sees all people become evil. 
the number of people on earth began to increase greatly as they had more and more children. The sons of God saw how beautiful the daughters of the humans were. So they chose the women they wanted and took them to be their wives. Then the Lord said, The spirit I give people will not keep them alive forever. They are humans, so they will die. They will live only 120 years. The sons of God had children with the human women they desired. The children became the powerful warriors who have been famous since that time so long ago. They were the men with amazing power who lived in the land at that time and also later. The Lord saw that the people on earth were doing more and more evil things. In fact, every single thought that entered their minds was evil. The Lord was sorry he had made them. He was deeply upset. So the Lord said, I will destroy these human beings I created. I will destroy them all, together with the large animals, the small creatures that crawl on the ground, and the birds in the air. I am sorry I made them. The Lord was pleased with one man named Noah. Noah and the Great Flood. This is the record of Noah and his family. Noah always did what was right. In fact, he was the only man of his time who was completely free from blame. He lived as a friend of God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. When God looked at the earth, he saw how people had ruined it. People everywhere were doing wrong to each other. God could see how evil the earth was now. All the people had lost their way. So God said to Noah, Everywhere on earth, people are fighting and killing each other. That's why I have decided to destroy them all. And I will destroy the earth too. I want you to build a huge boat from cypress wood. Cover it with tar inside and out. And divide the space inside into rooms. Make the boat 133 meters long, 22 meters wide, and 13 meters high. Make a roof for it, but leave an opening of 45 centimeters between the roof and the sides. Put a door in one side of the boat and make three floors inside. A top deck, a middle deck, and a lower deck. Then God said, I am ready to flood the earth with water that will destroy everything that breathes. Everything on earth will die. But I will make this promise to you. When you go into the boat with your wife, your sons and their wives, you will be safe. You will take into the boat with you a male and a female of every living thing on earth to keep them alive. A pair of every kind of bird and of every kind of animal, large and small, will come to you to be kept alive. Also, you will take every kind of food into the boat with you. You will keep it there for you and the animals to eat. Noah was careful to do everything that God told him to do. Matthew chapter 2, verses 19 to 23. Joseph's family returns from Egypt. While Joseph and his family were in Egypt, Herod died. An angel from the Lord came to Joseph in a dream and said, 
Get up, take the child with his mother, and go back to the land of Israel. Those who were trying to kill the child are now dead. So Joseph took the child and his mother and went to Israel. But he heard that Archelaus was now king in Judea. Archelaus became king when his father Herod died. So Joseph was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he went away to the area of Galilee. He went to a town called Nazareth and lived there. This gave full meaning to what God said through the prophets. He will be called a Nazarene. Matthew chapter 3 John prepares the way for Jesus. Not too many years later, John the baptizer began telling people a message from God. This was out in the desert area of Judea. And John said, Change your hearts and lives, because God's kingdom is now very near. John is the one Isaiah the prophet was talking about when he said, There is someone shouting in the desert, Prepare the way for the Lord, make the road straight for him. John's clothes were made from camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. People came out to John from Jerusalem and the rest of Judea and from all the areas along the Jordan River. They confessed the bad things they had done, and John baptized them in the Jordan. Many Pharisees and Sadducees came to be baptized by John. When he saw them, he said, You are all snakes. Who warned you to run from God's judgment that is coming? Change your hearts and show by the way you live that you have changed. I know what you are thinking. You want to say, but Abraham is our father. That means nothing. I tell you, God can make children for Abraham from these rocks. The ax is now ready to cut down the trees at the roots. Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water to show that you have changed your hearts and lives. There is someone coming later who is able to do more than I can. I am not good enough even to be the slave who takes off his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the good part of his harvest from what is useless. He will put his wheat into his barn, but he will burn the useless part in the fire that cannot be put out. Jesus is baptized by John. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River. He came to John, wanting John to baptize him. But John tried to stop him, and John said, Why do you come to me to be baptized? I should be baptized by you. And Jesus answered, This is what we should do for now. It's only right that we do all that God wants. Then John agreed. So Jesus was baptized. As soon as he came up out of the water, the sky opened, and he saw God's Spirit coming down on him like a dove. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son, and I love him. I am very pleased with him.
The Book of Psalms, an introduction. The Book of Psalms is a collection of poems, or songs. The word psalm is from a Greek word meaning a song of praise. Many of the psalms are songs of praise, but many are not. Some are filled with complaints, not praise. There are many different kinds of psalms. Each psalm says something about God, but not all include God in the same way. Some are about God's people or even God's enemies. Many describe the author's personal experience. Some psalms picture a happy life in a pleasant world. In these psalms, everything is going well the way God created it. For example, in Psalm chapter 1, invites readers to experience this kind of life. Great blessings belong to those who don't listen to evil advice. Instead, they love the Lord's teachings. In these happy psalms, good people please God and enjoy his blessings, and the wicked are rightly punished. These kinds of psalms sing about how wonderful life is when people follow God. In these psalms, the wicked are the ones who suffer. But life is often not so simple. Good people suffer as well. They may experience sickness or poverty. Many times, people who love the Lord are persecuted by those who do evil. So there are psalms about such times. They express sorrow or anger over how difficult life is. Those who are suffering call out to God for help or for justice. They sometimes use language that is shocking. Psalm chapter 137 is this kind of psalm. It is about Jewish captives in Babylon. It expresses sadness and anger about the terrible things they had suffered from their enemies. People who lived through such painful times do not always say nice things. In fact, Psalm 137 ends with a blessing. For the person who kills the children of their Babylonian masters. People who have been taught God's way are rightly upset at such language. But those who have never been treated so cruelly should not judge those who have. But is it ever right to express hate for people who abuse us? No, it is not right. Psalm 137 is not a model prayer. The angry words at the end are not God's words. They express purely human emotion. Psalms like these teach that people who feel they have suffered unjustly can be honest with God about their feelings. But God has often surprised people with new life, and there are psalms about that too. The writer of Psalm 30 sings about God who lifted him up out of trouble. God healed him and saved him from death. These psalms can help us move from difficult times to the new joys that God gives. People who have gone through hard times and have sung the sad songs enjoy these psalms the most. The book of Psalms is a collection of many different songs written over a long period of time. There is something for everyone. All of us can find the psalms meaningful and helpful for the different times in our lives. The book of Psalms is divided into these collections of psalms. Book 1 and chapters 1 through 41. Book 2, chapters 42 to 72. Book 3, chapter 73 to 89. Book 4, chapter 90 to 106. And finally, book 5, chapters 107 to 150. We will be reading the book of Psalms throughout the entire year that we read the Bible. 
will finish the Book of Songs just before the last day, on day 364. So you'll have to stay with us this year to hear them all. Psalm chapter 3, a psalm of David, written during the time he was running from his son, Absalom. Lord, I have so many enemies. So many people have turned against me. They say to themselves, God will not rescue him. Salah. But you, Lord, protect me. You bring me honor. You give me hope. I will pray to the Lord, and he will answer me from his holy mountain. Salah. I can lie down to rest, and I will wake up again because the Lord covers and protects me. So I will not be afraid of my enemies, even if thousands of them surround me. Lord, get up. My God, come rescue me. If you hit my enemies on the cheek, you will break all their teeth. Lord, you are the one who gives us victory. You are so good to your people. Salah. All right, everyone, that was day three. Be sure to join us tomorrow for day four. We're going to go knee deep into the flood and all the details of Noah's Ark and all the animals and then what happens during and after the flood. And we'll learn how the Lord tries to rebuild what was lost. And we'll also be continuing in Matthew. And we will find Jesus out alone in the desert being tempted by the devil. And this could be the turning point where Jesus breaks the pattern of sin and temptation to see if he will make the same mistake that Adam did when paradise was lost. And if Jesus can survive this test, then paradise will be regained. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.